Hi, this is Lisa Kelly, Notre Dame author and class of 1993, and you are watching the Two Irish Brothers Show. Cheers and go Irish! How's it going, everyone? I am Indy Sean 45. And I am Irish Benjamin 57. And together, the two of us make up this little ordeal known as the Two Irish Brothers Show. First things first, you guys always know the drill. If you haven't done it yet, hit that uh, subscribe tab in the bottom right-hand corner. Also, make sure to hit the like and the like and dislike buttons to help with the algorithm. Comment down below. And with uh, Irv Smith and Vince Rizzuto, uh, both of their travel uh, packages, respectively, will be posted in the description box below. So, with that said, um, <clears throat> let me tell you something, Ben, just to, to start off here. It is a good thing that we record our recaps at the time that we do, mm -hmm. just because it gives us time, whether good or bad, after the, the recent game to come down from the rush of whether it's anger or happiness. Yep. Boy. I think the best thing that I can say to start off this recap is we had that game won last night. We did. We had it won, and I I'm still trying to wrap my head around what all happened. It it's just we had Ohio State on the ropes, man. Yep. But yet here we sit. Law, uh, the lost hope in the season. Of course, everybody's going to be saying now we, uh, you know, Notre Dame can't win the the heavyweight battles. Another opportunity blown. And of course, uh, I, I know the Notre Dame realists are happy. I mean, I know no, we didn't get blown out, but I'm sh I'm sure they're still happy that we lost. So, geez, you you take it, dude. I, I'm still flustered. I don't know where to begin, man. It's just unbelievable how this crap happens. It was <clears throat> the game that we thought it was going to be. We knew it was going to be a battle. We knew that you cannot take Ohio State lightly. We knew that that crowd was going to be ruckus. And we took the crowd out of it. And then in the same breath, we let the crowd back into it. And there's a lot of good. <clears throat> In this, and then there's a lot of bad. And is this team really good? I think Notre Dame is a really good team this year. I do. I think so, too. Listen, they show, despite, let me just say this. The defense was phenomenal. Elite. elite. They, that was an elite defense, what we saw on that field last yes. night. 
I mean, did they make some mistakes at the start of the game? Like, for example, Cam Hart getting getting burnt three times? Yeah. Yes. But he quickly made adjustments. And the rest of that de- the, that whole defense, they were lights out the whole game. And, and They did both, their part. Both defenses played phenomenal. Yes. Yes, I mean, not both, taking anything away from Ohio State. I'm just talking about us. Both played first. amazing. And I didn't – I didn't I mean obviously both of us did our predictions for this for this game. And both of us had you know double digit scores high up in the 30s and the 40s. And this was a 21 to 10 victory for Ohio State. It's safe to say nobody saw that coming. Saw that coming. A low, a low you know, score like that, um, nobody saw that coming. And the mistake thing, you're right. I mean, we had a couple of mistakes. Uh, Ohio State had a couple of mistakes, you know, that cost them. Um, but, you know, Al Golden, this is his his first – this was his first game as, as D.C. And he gets a gold star, man. I mean, this defense played amazing. So that's – that's the really good, the really good. And and I think the last few seasons, Notre Dame has had a good and in some seasons great defense. But you can't win a football game with defense alone. No. And that's and that's that, what and that is part of the bad. And the good part about filming at the time that we do on Sundays after a game is I'm not I'm I I don't shout as much. I'm talking after a loss here in particular, I don't shout as much because I'm calmed down. I've had had time to digest everything. And am I happy that we didn't get blown out by 30 or 40 points? Absolutely. But as coach Freeman said in his press conference, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a moral victory. Like there's so many people across across social media that are just so happy that we that we didn't that we didn't get blown out that we that we only lost by 11 yeah that okay that's great and all that we that showed that we battled but a loss is still a loss and i i don't that doesn't mean anything yeah you play as as herm edwards said you play to win the game yeah (laughs) simple as that and but I, i just here's the thing when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, I can't, you know, I can't really be too mad at the players. I mean, did, did, did the players oh, make, no. you don't get, I mean, the players do for the most part, what they're instructed to do. Okay. I mean, is there audibles that can be made? Yes. You know, is there adjustments that can be made? Yes. But that's not just players that's coaches. And there's another part of the bad, the yes. adjustment. I mean the off. I mean the players so, on offense. There were some mistakes made. Like we are the O line. I just want to. I just want to cover this real quick. Let's yes. start with the offense. You hit it. Let's let's yes. start with the offense. Let's go. The offensive line. They missed some blocks at times. Yes. Um, they weren't able to open up all the running holes. Tyler Buckner. I thought um, he got a little flustered too much. Held on to the ball for too long. Um, other than that. You know, I can't really complain too much because they were playing against a very tough defense, a very tough team. But we were start we were starting to talk about this, and I'm not trying to throw him completely under the bus. But Tommy Reese, I can understand the first like the first half even 
I was going to say the first quarter, but the first half, let's throw that in there too. I can understand the first half being kind of like a feel out process, but you, I have to give you credit for this because you said the key word adjustments come the second half. He didn't do that. No, he stayed super, super conservative with the play calling. And this is what I don't get. When you're an offensive coordinator and you see something is not working, why do you keep why do you keep going back to it? I mean, there were so many times where just like one of the things that I saw was they kept doing that little little pitch out to the side to the halfback. Mm-hmm. Okay, we did it once, had a had a little bit of success with it, not too much, but you keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Ohio State was ready for it. Yeah. They yeah. were ready for a lot of things. Yeah. So why do you not? Why do you keep going with the same routine instead of making the changes and the adjustments? Yeah. Or why don't you instruct the players to make said adjustment if they see X, Y, and Z? I mean, you hit the nail on the head. The offense, Tommy Reese. Okay. Everybody has talked about it. Everybody. I mean, if you haven't talked about it and you missed it, I don't know how you missed it. But third and 18. Okay, let's take a step back from the third and 18. It was like what? Second and 15? Yeah. Okay, second and 15, quarterback run up the middle. Third and 18, quarterback run up the middle. Like, okay, quarterback run is like you're going in goal line, goal to go. You're going for two yards. You just need to kind of go forward and fall down to get the first down. Kind of like what Ohio State did with C.J. Stroud. And they needed like one yard and they kind of, which this was clever and I like this. I, I This is going to give some props to the Buckeyes while we're talking about this offense. Did you see when C.J. Stroud was lined up and you knew it was going to be a quarterback run up the middle and they weren't, they were acting like they weren't ready and then bam, the ball got snapped to them and they kind of, they kind of were sneaky with that. I don't know yeah. if you saw that, but that I liked. And, I mean, I don't like that the Buckeyes did it to us, but I liked the sneakiness of it. But that's what you do. Okay, so the adjustment part comes with, okay, we see that they're going to blitz. Okay, we see this blitz coming. Okay, Tyler Buckner should be instructed, look, man, if you get this blitz that you're that's coming at you that you can see, adjust. If it was going to be a run up the middle and you know it's going to get stuffed, okay, then it's a pass. It's a slant over the middle. It's a quick screen to the outside, whatever, to beat that blitz. Did we do that? No. And that's my issue. I'm not a call for people's heads type of person for the most part. But, you know, people go, oh, well, and I've seen this on Twitter. Well, we can't we can't do this to Tommy Reese. Okay, well, we had him all last year, and this was kind of a problem last year. Yeah. This so, is the point. He, so he, he deserves so the criticism. The where's where? What's the what's the breaking point here? Because I'm sorry. Okay, I brought. I did the research. Okay. Tyler Buckner threw 18 times in this game. 18 times. That's it. He completed 10 of 18 of his passes for 177 yards. Okay. Let's go down the line. Okay. You ready for this, Sean? Let's go down the line. I've got the stats up. This is other teams. Okay. And this goes with the point total, too. Okay. Okay, We're Notre Dame. We're playing Ohio State. Okay. And I get that 
Ohio State is probably top four or five in the nation. Obviously, they were the number two team coming into this game, so clearly they're in top five. But, I mean, if you're going top to bottom squad, they're a top five team, okay? So I get that some of these, you know, okay. Central Michigan's quarterback threw 49 times. We don't times have to do every day, just Sundays. Against freaking Oklahoma State. 49 times for 424 yards. Now, I get that Oklahoma State doesn't have defense that Ohio State does. I get that. I understand that. Okay. But Buckner didn't even hit the 20 mark or the 25 mark for pass attempts in this game when you knew that you were going to have to air it out against Ohio State. Yeah. And you can go down these lines, and that's just Central Michigan. Freaking Slovis for Pitt through 24 times. Griffiths for Wake Forest through 29 times. Thorne for Michigan State through 24 times. Bryce Young for Alabama through 28 times. C.J. Stroud through 34 times. Stetson Bennett through 31 times. You notice this? You notice kind of the pattern: the 25 to 30 mark. Yeah. Okay, and then you look at our stats. You know, we have one catch for Lorenzo Styles, one catch for Braden Lindsay, one pass to Matt Salarno, one pass to Kevin Bauman, one pass to Chris Tyree, five to Michael Mayer. Okay, that's ten total. Yes. And that and that I'm glad you brought that up too, because that's the point. There's a point I was going gonna go with that. Look, I'm glad this is nothing against Michael Mayer. Because he, you know, he he's your he's one of your go-to guys. But the one of the first couple plays of the game, Buckner had that nice pass downfield to Lorenzo Styles. Yes, we saw what he can do. I mean, even though it was a circus catch, he had a, a nice downfield pass to Matt Salerno. And a we nice saw the downfield easy catch. Yes, you know, that was why. Great. Why are we not? Why was Tommy Reese not going downfield more? Right. Like, I, I know it's the first time starting quarterback. Give him a chance to throw the ball downfield and spread it out. Okay, we should not be having five catches by one guy and then one by everybody else. Yeah. And not to mention, where were the other guys out there like Jaden Thomas, uh, Tobias Merriweather? Did he? Did Merriweather even hit the field last night? Yeah. Where are all? Yeah. I mean, where are all these other guys that are just supposed to be burning it in practice? Let's show it on the field. You know, Lindsay should have been the X factor. The X, and what I mean by that is he should be the one that's getting keyed in, because we saw it with, um, oh, what's his name, uh, and Jigba, he was targeted nine times for ninety yards. So pretty much every catch was an average of ten yards. Yeah, I mean, you go down Ohio State's line. Let's just go down it. Okay. Nine catches for Njigba, five catches for Har- for Her- for Marvin Harrison Jr. I think it's Ijuka. Three for Kay Stover. Two, 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 one. Okay, so like their their like worst guy in the in the team for just last night's game had two receptions. That's better than three fourths of our wide receiver core last night. I mean, and that's a problem. That's where you got it. And and let's go with the points. Okay, we scored 10 points against Ohio State. 10. That's it. Okay, down the line. I'm sorry. 
Central Michigan put up 44 points on Oklahoma State yesterday. There's Western no Michigan put up 13 points on Michigan State. Western Michigan did better than we did. Okay. And there, and that is there's no excuse for that. I mean, the Utah Florida game, 29 to 26 was the final score. So both teams scored almost 30 points in that game against good teams. Okay. Rice put up 14 points on Southern Cal yesterday. Arkansas and Cincinnati were 31 to 24. Miami, Ohio put 13 points on Kentucky. So you're telling me these these MAC schools are putting up these points against legit teams that are in the top 25, and we can only put up 10 against Ohio State? That's a problem. I mean, that and- I, that's where the that's where that, that's what it all comes down to. Is Tommy Reese made no adjustments with the play calling, and I'm not saying that Ohio State didn't have a good defense to stop us. They did have, we, a good defense. yeah, yeah. But we should be able to do better with our offense than that. We have established guys on that offense to do it. And if these young receivers are tearing it up in practice like you say they are, then get their asses out on the field. Yeah, because because I'm sorry, this is not acceptable. You cannot have you cannot have this every game where yeah. you're getting five receptions to one guy and then one to everybody else. And the majority of those everybody else's, aside from Styles and Braden Lindsay, are guys that, no disrespect to Salerno, but he's a walk-on. He's been there six years. But yeah. the point is you need to get these young receivers in the game. Yeah, and and my thing is where's, where is the, 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 the point where you go, okay, this isn't working? Exactly. This isn't going to work. And I've heard people say, oh, well, you know, it's going to be hard to keep Tommy Reese at Notre Dame because other teams want him as a head coach. Who wants him as a head coach? Yeah. What, who, screams, really? what screams that would be a good head coach? What? And, and, and to me, okay, last year was much of the same with what happened last night. So how many years do you get before it's like, okay, man, this isn't working? And, I mean, if the attempts were there and we just didn't do it, then can you put the blame on Reese and 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 not put the blame on the team for not being able to make the plays? Maybe it's a little different. But you go down the line in these college football games and you see the attempts, you see the amount of yards and stuff that these other schools are doing. I mean, we didn't even hit 300 yards. No. I mean, you have to hit 300 yards. I'm sorry. Like, you know, people go, oh, well, there's no metric. I mean, there kind of is. There kind of is. You know, our total yards was 253. Ohio State was five yards away from 400 yards total. Yeah. And when, and when you when you run the game plan that's not working, just want to add this in real quick. Was there any turnovers in last night's game? No. I don't think no. there was. Nope. So if there's no turnovers, you're going to have to change things up. And there was no adjustments by the offense. The defense needs time to rest. Our and, when, and when you're going three yeah. and out, three and out, three and out, they're not going to get that rest. Yeah. So it's it's not – I can't blame them. Sorry, I can't blame them for them being gassed at the end of the game. No, you can't. You can't. You cannot. And – there were so many missed opportunities in this game for the offense. Okay, we stop Ohio State. And we get a three and out, and we have a chance to really start putting the pressure on them. 
Do we score? No. And we had opportunities, especially after they committed some big penalties too. Get into the red zone fairly easily because of a great play and a penalty. And within like two plays, basically, we're in the red zone. What happens? Three points. Mm -hmm. I mean, that should have been touchdown. I'm sorry. It should have been touchdown. Well, and look, and also let's focus on some good things too. As much as I'm pissed off about that. There's lots he, of good to discuss. Yeah. Well, it's like, here's what, here, when they, when they did on our touchdown drive, our lone touchdown drive of the night, there was a play, there was a play where uh, Buckner had a real nice fake and he throws down to the, the middle to our tight end, Kevin Ballman on his one catch for 22 yards. That was beautiful. And when yeah. he did that, when he threw downfield like that, wide open, no Ohio state defenders around him, just clear as day to make that catch. Where was all of that? No. Yeah. Reese abandons it, goes right back to the same old conservative stuff that was not working. Well, I mean, a big yeah. game like this, you need to take those chances. And and, and, even at the, and even at the end of the game, after Ohio State scored the, t- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Ben. Well, go ahead, but, go ahead. I'm but, you. Off. Sorry, but when Ohio State scored the, the touchdown, the final touchdown to go up 21 to 10, and we come out, and at this point, I'm watching, I'm thinking, okay, let's see if there's not a little miracle here. We've seen it happen before. What does Tommy Reese do? He calls for these little dink and dunk passes. No. Go down field. Yep. And also, another aspect, talking about the running game. The running game certainly wasn't very sexy last night either. But part of that is you know that we're going to run the damn ball. Well, how can the running game be be great when when, when a team like Ohio State knows you're going to run the ball? It ain't. You're going to load yes. the box, they're going to stop it, and then you're going to be shocked, and then you're going to do it again if you're Tommy Reese. Yes, and the thing is, look, you can't pass the ball every play. I get that. You have to have some faith in your running backs that they can you know, bust off a big run. And we had, there were some good runs, don't get me wrong. But here's the thing. Ohio State, they have definitely have a great front seven. They showed oh, yeah. that last night. Yeah. But that's where I'm saying you open up the playbook and go downfield when something's not working, like which the run game was not working for the most part. So have some faith in your – even though he's a first-time starter, have some faith in your quarterback. Open up the damn playbook. And I'm probably sounding like Doug – I probably sound like Doug Buffon right now, who the late Doug Buffon, former Chicago Bear, did the Why play. Why did we bring – as how many stars was he coming in? If he's that many stars, why don't you have faith in him? I don't get it. I mean, have we, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, start, have we seen Alabama start freshmen? Have we seen yeah, plenty have of times? Florida start freshmen? Yes. Have we seen Clemson start freshmen? Yes. So, you know, we're, we're a school that talks about having faith and believing and, and all this. But where is it? Where is it in the players? No kidding. I, I don't. Mean, I don't get this. I just, like the way that the Florida Utah game went should have been you. It's me for some reason those videos will not stop popping up. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The way that the Florida Utah game went should have been what happened with Notre Dame and Ohio State. If we take full advantage of our opportunities and so does Ohio State. But no. Yeah. We're one dimensional and we run the ball almost every play. And then people go, well, our run game sucked. Well, yeah, our run game sucked. 
Our run game sucked because we had no passing game and Ohio State knew it. The defensive coordinator for Ohio State keyed in on that. It was evident. And, and maybe if Tommy Reese decides to throw the ball more than 18 times, maybe it would open up the run game a little bit. Both, both you know, are supposed to, to help each other out, okay? If you watch, you know, like I always use like Alabama as the example because they're the, they're, they are the legit gold standard of, of football, okay? When they can't run the ball, they pass the ball. When they can't pass the ball, they run the ball. And they do both very successfully. And Absolutely. Alabama's a team that, that makes you beat them in the score category. You're not going to beat them in defense. You're not. You're not going to shut them down. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to match them blow for blow and hope and hope that you can get one play to go your way. Absolutely. And if you want to be in this elite category, because, I mean, look what Georgia did to Oregon yesterday. 49-3, a 46-point victory, the largest victory since AP became a thing with polls. Yep. Okay. That was against a top 25 team. Actually, a top 15 team because Oregon was the number 11 going into that game. Okay. And this is an Oregon team that supposedly beat Ohio State last year. Which they did. They didn't supposedly. They did. I mean, and I'm not saying that we're Georgia. I'm not. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, Georgia has a lot figured out. I'm not saying that. But when Georgia does that to a top 25 team, and then we can't even get 300 yards. Things have got to change. It has to change. Well, I mean, the offense. And I mean, I'm not I'm, again, not with the defense, but offensively, things have to change. Tommy Reese has to change things up and figure this out, yeah. or he's not going to be with us long. And look, no. I'm not, like you, Ben. I'm not one to just throw, you know, call for someone's firing or throw them under the bus or whatever. But his track record speaks for itself. This isn't the first game that he's had that's been like this, where the calling has just been very questionable. Yeah. It's you have to make those adjustments, and this is not the first time that he that he's failed to do that. Yeah. So yeah, he deserves a criticism. Not I'm not I'm not saying that he's a bad person, but his co- his job as a coach has to improve. Well, and I think what what I don't like in sports, and it's not even just Notre Dame, it's in sports in general, is there is too much loyalty in sports. Okay. There is, you know the loyalty factor of, oh, well, this guy played for the team or this guy coached for the team, so we're just going to give him a pass because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy Reese played for Notre Dame. I give it to him, okay? I mean, not everybody can play for Notre Dame. I get it, okay? I get it. But at the same time, that doesn't give you the the right or the ability to – be mediocre and then not have to answer for it. And exactly. to me, this passing game, which has been a problem for Notre Dame, in my opinion, since Brian Kelly came along, has to get to an elite status if we want to win a national title. I'm sorry. Exactly. You, know, you have to have a decent run game and an elite passing game, not the and, other way around, because teams will do exactly what Ohio State did. And Buckner showed that he can throw and that he can make accurate passes. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see more of it. Use him more. Uh, open up that and, playbook, damn I it. mean, I'm not going to take anything away from the preview. I'm not going to say anything in that regard. But 
things better change in this upcoming game against Marshall. I better see some stuff come with the offense that we didn't see in this Ohio State game. Yeah. And I don't like being that fan that says we have to score X amount of points or we're not great, but – if you're not going to make the adjustments. If we struggle against Marshall on offense in the passing game, let's just say I'm going to be very, very disappointed. Me too. Me too. And one, also one thing I want to add too is, you know, all the, all the Notre Dame fans out there who uh, were throwing Marcus Freeman under the bus, calling him a bum, don't you dare say one damn thing about him. It's it's crazy that people actually are because they're all, they're already calling him a bum actually after one freaking game. Yeah. And myself, I thought he had this team pretty well coached and ready. Well, to there's go. and there's the good there's the the good. Okay. And you can go down the line of a lot of people that are very critical of Notre Dame, and I won't name names, but you go down the line on Twitter, you go down the line on Facebook. A lot of people, and I saw it too, said. This team came out with a different attitude, a different mentality because of Freeman. And Freeman didn't mess around in that press conference. He was like, like you said, no moral victories. I hate that we lost, in few words, and we're going to figure this out, and I'm not happy about it, in few words. you know. Yeah. And I like that, and that's a different mentality than we've seen in the past for coaches at Notre Dame. Yes, exactly. And that is the mentality that we need. And you could tell that this team came out against Ohio State with a chip on their shoulder. And it's because of Freeman. Because you know that if this was different and we had a certain someone coaching, it would have been different. Let's Probably just say so. That. And that's yeah. the good. That's the good. He, he brings it out of these players. And I hope that this is the wake-up call. I hope that this game, you messed up on the national stage, you had a chance, okay, fix it. Yeah, and that's I think that's a good point to leave, leave with this video, or uh, to sign off here, Ben. So the bottom line is this, yeah, we're all disappointed. I wanted to beat Ohio State too. We didn't do it. It slipped away from us. We had our chances, but eleven games to go, yep. and anybody and anybody who wants to quit after after game one, get the hell out of the fan base right now. You know who you are—the ones who complain, yep. the quote realists. Well, and, 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 and I, um, yeah, yeah. All we got, all we, all we got to do is this: we got a game against Marshall coming up next week. Chance to get a win under our belt. Let's just focus on on the next task yep. ahead. This this Take last focus. one is over. We yep. got this next hurdle coming up this week. Yep. So let's focus on that. Yep. And what was it that you wanted to add, Ben? I know I cut yeah, you. I'm off. not going to go there. That'll get that'll get a tangent. Not going there. <laughs> oh, you could bring views to the show. So yeah, no, you know, there's there's a lot of good and there was a lot of bad in this game. The bottom line, and I like what I saw and I didn't like what I saw. Yeah. So this next week, let's get the consistency against Marshall. <clears throat> Let's bring it together and move forward. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I am Indy Sean 45. I'm Irish Benjamin 57. And as we always say, God bless, good night, and go Irish. Go Irish. <laughs>